You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Sports Day. The all-new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, good evening this very, very wet Wednesday. Mm. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA for budget car and truck rental. If you're moving house, you can use a team that's easy and affordable. A 132727, a wonderful company, budget car and truck rental. As a welcome, Malcolm Blight. Blighty, how are you? Hello, David Wildey. Yeah, look, what a day. Wind and rain and anyhow. Preliminary final weekend, grand final in the Sandful. So... The footy is looking great. Yeah, we got Billy Brownless tomorrow night to oh, talk about yeah. that. Ben Hudson tonight for the Brisbane side of things. But um, I can't wait for uh, Norwood North. That's this week. Hopefully the rain stays away. But did a bit of homework on Norwood, Blighty, in their first 11 years in the, we're talking 1878. Yeah, gotcha. To about 1889. or They won eight of the, of the 11. 11 yeah. But they didn't play grand finals. No, it was a team that finished, finished on top, top, top like yeah. the EPL, but um, they won thirty flags. What did we say? North fourteen, yeah, and um, and North Adelaide won more McGarry medals, medals. even yeah, though Norwood have played longer. And on that vein, talking about Norwood and North, it's their weekend on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Who's your early? Who's your early gut? What's your gut feel? Jeez, oh, I did like North Adelaide. I know Norwood won beautifully, but just they look quick. I was going to ask you. A few weeks ago, I've had this, you know how I keep stuff and just... Oh, you got stuff everywhere. I've got stuff everywhere. But it's all organised stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's not yeah. junk, it's stuff. No, no, it's stuff. And I haven't had a chance to do it, but I just thought tonight, because the grand final is coming up very, very quickly in the Sandfall, uh, they had the top 10 players. Uh, there was a panel, uh, including John Halbert, obviously a great player, and McGarry yep. Mellis, Ken yep. Cunningham, Peter Cornwall, historian, yes. and Andrew Capel, Capel sorry, Andrew, uh, from the uh, advertiser, had to pick their top 10 for each club in the Sandfall. And I thought because of it tonight, I wanna, I'd want i love you to name the top three they picked first of all for the Roosters because they're on top here, your team. Well, I'd have, for North Adelaide, I'd have um, Barry Robin, obviously, Ken Tr- Farmer, That's number one and two. two. Yeah. And number and three. And I would probably have... I'd probably have Don Linder, number three, but... Um, He's a bit down the list. He's seven. It was Tom Lay. Yeah, well, I never saw Tom yeah. play, obviously. Uh, triple club champion, known as the Prince of Ruckman. So that was the three from the boys. Okay, now, for that, we're now going to Nord. So the top three players in the history of Nord Football Club I'd, by that esteemed panel okay, of judges. Gary McIntosh. Yeah, Gary's one. one. Yep, correct. Is Michael Taylor in the top three? No, he's not. He's fourth. So Aisha's not in there either? Yes, he is. Oh, Michael Aisha's in there? Yeah. Um, and an older player, yeah. Scott. Yes, Scott, yes, who won, Walter Scott. He won three Tri- medals. Triple yeah. memory was yeah. number two. 38 state games. Well, how's that for a record? And number three was, of course, Michael Ace, and four-time uh, club champion, Jill All-Australian. Yeah, no. Michael Taylor just behind him. And then Jack Odie in fifth spot. So what great names, great South Australian names. 
for both the Roosters and the Redlegs. I may be wrong, but I, I think Gary McIntosh only won two BNFs at Norwood. And yet he's won two McGarry medals. Now, I had a quick look. Hey, she's won four or five. Yeah. But I know it doesn't always equate to that. But no, to me, he's the, he's the heart and soul of your club. A wonderful Mac is a wonderful play, and rightly so. He's number one, I think. And I, I think one of the things with that best and fairest, interesting, when you look at the voting systems, I, I find them now, what I was handed down, I wish I didn't do it that way. I would have done another way where you vote on everyone. Because when you get, and a lot of people vote one, two, three, four, five in that regard, and a lot of players, when you win a good game, Dave, there's more than five good players. So, and don't forget, I think you probably find that a lot of them run second or third. So they're very, very consistent. It's just not only best and fairest. It was Woodville, West Torrance, Grove's player. Uh, that's for another night. Oh, okay. And All we've right. got other clubs for another night, and we'll save that. I just, oh, the... just only because they were the top two teams this year. The grand final, as I say, I'm, I'm with you. I'm leaning North Adelaide. Mm. Norwood got beaten early, but they've had two good hitouts. Now, what about the, the you know, having by, play, by, play? Does it? People say one game in 25 so days, 26 days, or whatever. Yeah, who cares? But... And I, if I you heard... can't, seriously, if you if you just and you've sort of been in that involvement too when you've come back from injury, all you need to do is a bit of one on one. You know, just chase the yep. ball out, just physical pressure, just keep you up. It, it's it's an excuse, David. If you can't handle that now, with the way we can actually operate as, you know, the, all the blokes holding the stopwatches, I call them. What do they call them? Fitness staff. I mean, they know all that backwards. I, I drove in tonight, listened to. Uh, Rowie and, and Timmy G, and they spoke with Jacob Surgeon. Now, remember the final couple of years ago, they got absolutely smoked. Was it last year? No, the year before. Yeah, year before, yeah. Absolutely smoked after leading early, and he said he absolutely he butchered them during the week, and they well, ran, well, did all these Ks, and he said well, it worked for a quarter, then they ran out of juice. Yeah, but hang on. That, that, why, why wouldn't he have rung somebody? Well, he has this time. Yeah, of course he has. He has so, this time, so see, he's learnt from it. Yeah, of course you do. See, so that's why if you say as a coach I didn't do that, what did – hey. You don't flog him just because you've got a week off, No, and I, I, I've heard that happen. I actually did it in teams I coached, David. What I did was give him a few 300s or a few 200s, and, and that's hard later in the year. Yeah, you, you should need be to fit flog by this team. Yeah, yeah, of course you are. It's just a little top-up, and it's a mental top-up. So I don't know why guys think they know everything. There's a lot of people been around and done it many, many times, and no one ever – I mean, that's strange. You should never do that. Yeah, I, I just feel North might have a couple more weapons and that week's break should help them, and the midfield's going to be a beauty. They've both got some big bodies in there. Okay, a lot of people do want to have their say. Uh, oh, what would be a show without Troy? Let's kick us off, Troy. Hey, you going, boys? Thanks for that um... – Compliment there, David. I appreciate that. And congrats on your um, 34th grand final call, mate, on Sunday. Thanks, Troy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what can I say good about Malcolm. Um, anyway, what I rang for, boys. <laughs> hey, Sam. Um, Sam, this line. I can't hear a thing here. What's going on? <laughs> hey, I'm the one with the hearing aid, Malcolm. Not you. Hey, <laughs> hey, boys. As you can imagine, there's been a lot of Negative, not so much media, but a lot of people doing talk back about young Junior Rioli. Yep. But um, Matty Randall on your network, uh, I think it was on Monday, said that um, with some of the Aboriginal players, um, not all of them now said some, that um, the, the top four things in their lives is family, 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 and yep. then football. Yep. 
Another thing, that I, and I should clarify, I'm not being a racist or nothing, and I should clarify, it's, it's like a lot of players as well, isn't it? And it goes both ways. Yeah, I, it, it, and I, all I'd say to that, when someone says that, all I say is I don't care what the colour your hair is, be a really good player, be a really good citizen, be good to your family and be good to your mm. friends and all the people that you meet. And, you know, I don't care what your background is or where you come from, what country or what you – yeah. I just, but, I, but I, I've, it, never, I've never even – can you play? You know, but, but it is one of where they do look after their families. Oh, yeah, that, but, that's yeah, but a, yeah. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what. You're no, there for a reason because no, you can play. Yeah, but I, they don't look after their family any more than what you or I did or anybody else did. I mean, most good people do that. Yeah. 99.9% of the world does that, David. Fair enough. Hello, Doug. Yeah, hi, guys. Um, I've got a question for David. Uh, um, I'm wondering, do you still see a lot of your old teammates and do, do you still get around and support the club like uh, like Hart and um, uh, Brody Atkinson and a, a lot of those players like through the 80s and 90s? Because yep. yep. they were great players. Do they still get around and support yeah. the North Adelaide Club? Doug, we go to the reunions. Um, I, I've done quite a few... Um, of the big nights in North Adelaide, their Hall of Fame nights and uh, sportsman nights. Uh, I was there at the club three weeks ago, saw Johnny Condon. We saw um, Stephen Sims, who's battling. Uh, he's got uh, uh, he's had brain cancer and things like that. Mick Redden was down there. Uh, Trevor Clisby I keep in touch with. Um, so uh, North have got a fairly strong group of people. Johnny Roberts, a, a good mate of mine. So in answer to your question, yes. And uh, Mike Noonan's been to a few of the shows too, the the super coach. So the reason I've probably yeah, been down more, Doug, is is um, because I'm generally working doing the footy on the AFL, but I, I do get down there as much as I can. That, that's that's great to hear. It's a, it's a great, great club. And go the Roosters in the grand final. Thanks, Doug. It's a club we love with the good old red and white. Um, hello, John. Hello, Johnny. Back. I'm all in the environment this weekend, David. Can't barrack for Norwood. No, <laughs> get on the red and whites. <laughs> oh, that is red so white funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, you know, this is a quick quick story, John, while you're on. A yeah, quick, quick story. Yeah, yeah. I played it to yep. Find- Findon Primary. They were red and white when I played right. there. I played for the Kilkenny Cats yeah. and they were red and white. And I went across to Melbourne yeah. in the early days when I was playing for Woodfield. And they were blue and white. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Before, oh. before that, I went over there. We went to a before Melbourne all. sports depot and I wasn't there for football. Yeah. I was just there for a holiday. Melbourne Sports right. Depot on Elizabeth Street, which was famous, and I bought a jumper, a Melbourne team's jumper, which happened to be South Melbourne's, which happened to be South red and Melbourne. white. To train in. It, yeah, for Peter tra- Bedford. Yeah, exactly, so to train in. Peter and, Bedford, Bobby's Kilton. And in fact, I actually swapped jumpers yeah. with Peter Bedford. He wore 13, uh, oh, and so did yeah. I. In a state game, I've, yeah. got, I've got a 13 jumper from him, uh, when a brown officer, yeah. and also so red and white. If South Melbourne ever came up and asked me to play, mate, I would have been. I would have paid them to play for them. They were my team. Stands out. Yeah, that's right. Hey, just on the SRFL, I mean, anybody who's forty, forty-five above in this state who grew up with the SRFL still takes a keen interest in it, a reasonably keen interest. Yep. But um, we still calm and ignore top three players of all time. So I didn't see him play, but I've heard enough rave reviews. I've heard Graham Corns often referred to him as if he can get himself mentally right in the league of Rob Renee, but Blight and these blokes, 
And just one real quick one. I hope Mark Bigley's doing some comments on Sunday. He, Thanks, he is. He is on that. Um, Fantastic. Thanks, fellas. I saw Phil Carmen play his first game for Nord. Didn't play a lot of games for the Red Legs. No, he, didn't. He, he, he stood out for a year before he could get there. Then he went to. He missed a few with injury. Then went to the AFL. But on his day, Blighty, and you would have played against him when he's just a, a young fellow just like yourself. On his day, if he could have kept his temperament right, he could yeah. have been absolutely anything. But um, unfortunately. It used to bubble over and and it loosened it, I reckon, and then people got under his skin, didn't they? After all, knowing that they could get him off his game. Yes, they did, and I actually played a year with him. He came to North Melbourne in 1982. He played. I played full forward, and he played forward pocket. I yeah. I wish he didn't do some of the things he did do because no. he could play football. Yeah, that's the back end of his yeah. career too. But I saw him as a youngster, and arguably he's my favourite player. As a kid, watching Phil come play, absolutely wonderful. Yeah, uh, David Warner, as we said, um, David Warner. I think should perhaps take it from Aaron Finch. And I'm not sure Aaron Finch should be in the, should be in the T20. Oh, I reckon. I you reckon... don't pick someone. That's John Brearley that did that. The uh, Mike Brearley, sorry, yeah, for, for England. If you can't make the 50-over game, which I think is actually easier to play than the T20, you get a bit more yeah. time. Yeah. And he, look, he can't hit the ball off the square. In fact, he misses <laughs> most of Melbourne. Now, that's, he's been a wonderful player, but his last couple of years, Malcolm, have been poor. And... We were both saying David Warner's got an astute brain. Yeah, he's, he's sharp in the tack. And, they, and we've forgiven him, I think. Yeah. I, just uh, just getting back to that trade period with the Rioli and that, I did some numbers today, David. You know how many players last year, the end of last year, swapped clubs and went to another club? I'd have no idea. I'd say probably uh, 40? No, 26. Okay. So, yeah, everyone had one at least and some had three, but the, most yep. had one or two. So we're going through this trade period now. I've I've heard four hundred different names. It's forties too thrown out. Yeah, thrown out. Oh, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. The scuttlebuck now, and a lot of it, David. I reckon a lot of it would come from the managers trying oh, to yeah. get the whole Shop, thing shopping them round. Down. Yeah, you know, and sure, everything you hear now, you think, well, have they rung someone up and said, say this on radio or TV or in put it in a print? I mean, it's been interesting actually. Uh, I, I always wonder where some of these things come from and how many names we'll hear. And looking last year, 26 only. Wow. Free, free agencies, all that. Well, is this the uh, the Damien Squire, McGarry medalist a couple of times? Hi, Damien. David, how are you? Going well, yourself? Going well. Hey, thanks for your time anyway. And it's, a, it's actually a privilege to um, have a conversation with yourself, but also Blighty. Oh, yeah. Well, hi, Damien. Yeah, the, how are you? The guy... The God, the God of football. Yes. I, I, very well. Thanks, guys. Damien, I always ask this. Where is your McGarry medals? Where do you have them? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blighty, probably the same place you do. <laughs> no, where, uh, no come on. Enough, tell us your story. Oh, no, no, no. I've, uh, I just had to um, reconstruct a shed and uh, turn it into an office space, and I had to go searching for a few a few <laughs> items. And... Um, I came across one. I've got one missing. I don't know where it is, so I've oh, got to wow. look a little bit deeper. Damien, yeah. oh, thanks yeah, for we'll th- get there. yeah, thanks for asking where mine are. Yeah, mine are at the MCG actually in the <laughs> Hall, Hall of Fame Museum. Mate, <laughs> they said, yeah, they are. So that's so you in the MCG. Hey, that's good, Damien. Yeah, well done. Congratulations. Thanks for ringing. Thanks for ringing it up. No, no worries, guys. Hey, I just wanted to bring it up. Obviously, um, yes, NFL Grand Final. I think we need to give a little bit more privilege to it. It's a, it's a great occasion, yep. and um, 
Look, we, we all have been, um, you know, us uh, have been involved in, in, in that, whether it's a player or a spectator or whatnot. But uh, it's a certain occasion that we just need to pay homage to. And um, I just wanted to pay my respects to North Adelaide Football Club and the North Football Club for making it. Um, it's, it's a great um, sense of opportunity for, for both clubs um, to be recognised and especially those players that play the game as well. So um, there's a standout chance for these guys to be recognised. So it's, it's yeah, more of a chance to just yeah, yeah. Put, the, put that out there and, and to, to, to pay the occasion to both, both the uh, North Adelaide and Nord Football Club for making the, the event. Yeah, look, mate, we spoke to Aaron Young, obviously from North Adelaide, and Matt Panos this week from both clubs. So, yeah, yeah it's a great, it's a great result, great game. Thanks, uh, Damien. Great and wonderful player in his own right, Damien Squire there, uh, ringing in Lumo SA, uh, powering, powering local footy and fans in South Australia, switched to Lumo. And the Kia Sport Arge has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Mark Blight and David Wildey for Tyre Power. Footy final sales on now. Get into your local independently-owned Tyre Power today. Hey, we've only got, worked it out, six shows left. Yeah, I know. Six shows. Yeah. Aren't you heartbroken? No. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah, obviously made no impact no, on no, you. No, no, no. Can't the crescendo, can't you feel the crescendo building? I can. I mean, the That's finals, gonna... it's a finals preview day. Your last David. night is the night before the GF. Yeah, yeah. What a have way you to done go. that tire power one? Yeah. Final. Have you done yeah, that? We're you... listening. Uh, well, hey, can I just say, mention Damien Squire. Yeah, good player. Wonderful player. We did a bit of work with Damien uh, 5AA years ago. A dual McGarry medalist. Yep. Best and fairest. 2002, he played um, in the Premiership with Sturt, who beat yeah. the Mighty Centrals then. Yes, I did. And he played some games for Port Adelaide, and he's a very, very good um, opportunist goal kicker too. Mm. Wonderful, and played in the midfield, obviously as well. So, yep. well done, nice to speak, and a Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. That was good. I'm well done, Damien. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, and too. Hey, just changing tack. We don't talk about the NRL. This is the rugby league in Sydney, but I should just mention uh, they've got their uh, games on this weekend. The Parramatta Eels, which is my team, you know, from a long far. Henry for me. Yeah, uh, they're playing the Raiders. That's the Canberra Raiders. And Cronulla, the Sharks, are playing the Rabbitohs, South Sydney. So they're the two games in the NRL. We, we get occasional people that listen to the NRL. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be... I think be Penrith breaking. are just finding form. Yeah. Uh, they'll be good. And what about talking about ex-players, Paul Gallon's fighting two of the... Yeah. I mean, I, crazy, I, man. He's making some big money out of boxing, million dollars a purse. I, I wonder what it was. I watched last night. I think it's four two-minute rounds. He's Thanks. fighting Hodges is one, isn't he? Yeah. I can't think and of the other. Brett um, yeah. So he's got to fight one and then the next. Yeah, but it's four two-minute rounds. So, but he's, fight, a... he's doing eight. Yeah. But... The other bloke's only doing four. He, he's been doing 10 and 12 and 15. Malcolm's one lucky punch, as you know. But Gallon's made – he's probably made more out of his boxing than his 15 <laughs> years of – and he's, his nose is always pushed in, but I, he's I, hard nut. Yeah, I met him at the airport one day. He's he's not that tall. But he's, just he's built, wide. Yeah. Just but can fight. Like, oh, yeah. He leads with the head. Yep. I'll yeah. say. Is that a finals preview? Well, it is for the NRL as well as AFL. If what about up, tomorrow? We're going to have a big day with the finals. Oh, we are. We've got our uh, Billy Brownless tomorrow. Ben Hudson coming up shortly. But I just think I've got a feeling this is going to be one of the great Sandful finals. And with Nord being in there. Could they get 40,000? I think they can. 35, Apparently 40? tickets are flying. Trying to get oh, a ticket good. in North Adelaide. They yeah. are absolutely flying. So Hopefully the weather's nice. Just make it a nice day. Well, I looked at it. It's better rain, but your golf won't. You won't be playing golf Friday. Oh, not That's again. That's for sure. Not again.
Uh, for expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. I am predicting 40,000 people there. No worries at all. We're coming up for Brisbane. They've been the surprise package. Every time we speak with Ben Hudson, they seem to win. So I'm crediting Sports Day SA with that. And he's <laughs> going to look at the game. they got a massive game too. They take on Geelong Friday night. Cannot wait. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA for tyre power. Footy final sales on right now. Get into your local independently-owned tyre power today. And Malcolm, the big final. Can't wait for Friday. Wow. Geelong versus Brisbane. And Brisbane coming off two great wins. And as you said, they've beaten the last two reigning, or the reigning premiers, the one before. So um, two from two. They are doing extremely well. And we can welcome Ben Hudson. Ben, we're giving you all the credit. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, boys. Uh, if Fags isn't listening, yeah, yeah, no, it's all me. <laughs> yeah, all me. Of course yeah. it is. Um, no, look, well done. I, I, there's probably a little bit of pressure. I don't know whether you felt it internally. Um, a lot of people getting into Brisbane saying you've been here before the last two or three years. You haven't delivered, even though you've lost a couple of finals, you know, by close margin. So you must feel a little bit vindicated and monkey off the back and now a real chance to go to a grand final. Uh, yeah, there's a chance. There's a, certainly a quality team in Geelong ahead of us to, to prevent us. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it came on that we've always had the belief that we can perform in big games. And, yeah, on the records that previously with the finals is that, yeah, a bit below par. But, yeah, if you delve into it for the past four years, we've been able to continue to knock on the door. And I suppose the last two weeks have, have been a bit of testament to, to the four years' uh, years work beforehand. Yeah, and Ben, I mean, there's been history of football in the world. That's been the North Melbourne days with Wayne Carey and Dennis Pagan as coach. You know, four preliminary finals. Everyone said they were no good, no good, and all of a sudden they win a couple of flags. And it's it's been going on for history, hasn't it? There are learnings to be got every year you play, and now now there is a genuine chance now for Brisbane to go that one step further. Yeah, there is, um, and I suppose we've put ourselves in that position uh, with a couple of quality performances. Uh, you know, you, you, you hopefully, you've, as you said, you've learnt uh, and you're able to implement those. You, you certainly have to do a, a, the hard yards to get to the to the finals. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we hopefully uh, we we review all the games, but we certainly talk about how, how our performances have been specifically against the teams like Richmond and Melbourne, and we've played Geelong now a couple of times in finals. So, yeah, see how we go Friday evening. Yeah, here we go. Now, I, I was really impressed um, with, uh, I'm telling you now, Berry going on to Oliver. It's been got a lot of airplay. I mean, I'm glad Jared Berry got off too. That was uh, how that took four hours. It's got me beat. The game's in a stupid spot when that happens. Taking four seconds. Yeah, yeah I could have taken three seconds. <laughs> Anyhow, he... Fagan was really good. He gave credit to Kevin Bruce for suggesting it and did it on game day. We know what happened and the result. But it was interesting that Berry, I found this interesting, Berry texted him during the week prior to the game and said, I want to play on Oliver. Now, he didn't go with it, but he did on game day halfway through. That's an interesting comment. Uh, yeah, I suppose uh, uh, young football is a little bit different. I was frightened to speak to all my coaches. But, uh, yeah, uh, Bez, oh, he's, he's, he's done the role, uh, or a tagging role in the past. This year he's predominantly played on the wing for us and, and done a terrific job. But, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, I suppose it shows a bit of initiative. It was a bit of a discussion around match committee, as it always is, against some quality midfielders in Oliver and the like. And, yeah, there was a few 
what ifs, and I think, yeah, we sort of pulled the trigger. Uh, Dev Robinson did a terrific job at the, at the start, and we were able to sort of bring in a, a fresh legs in, in, in Jared Barron, and, and he certainly uh, performed and played his role. He's a reasonably high draft pick. His competitiveness, uh, Ben, he, I, I mean, Oliver's one. Oliver's a bull, and I thought he uh, out-muscled him and, and really just rattled him a bit where he put him off his game, but his attack on the ball... And he got plenty of ball himself, Barry. That's what made his uh, his game so good. Yeah, I oh, certainly you hit the nail on the head. He, he's a he's certainly a, a big what we call a big body mid, and I think throughout the year, as we said, we played him on the wing, so he hasn't had that much this year of sort of that inside role. But years previous, he, he's certainly come up to the task, and he's he's a year uh, bigger and stronger. And, and I think his ability to run as well, like he's a very yep. Uh, great endurance runner, and yeah, oh, I mean, Oliver's a terrific player. It's like anything, if you get a fresher, like he was playing on the wing, probably first half, so he's coming a little bit fresh. And mm. I don't think I don't think Oliver was privy to the text <laughs> message that he sent the coach during the week, so he was pretty excited to get the role. So, oh, gee, uh, that's terrific humour, Ben. That's <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> Just now, look, I've. After the game, you know, I sit down and sort of review and look at the the way a team won. And against Melbourne, this is where I reckon Brisbane, you just need to improve a fraction. I'm sure your coaching group knows this, but you lost the contested possessions by 20 and the clearances by 14 and the intercept marks by nine. That's yeah. That usually can be disastrous, can't it? That, that's a loss normally. So you've actually done some really good stuff elsewhere and, and it came... In the pressure stats, now I've looked up all the pressure stats. We know what they are. One and a half points yep. for this, two and a half points for that. Everyone's un- judged on the same way. But you finished in front on the pressure each quarter, 12 points. It, 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 so that was where the pressure came from and that's where the win came from. Yeah, I think you nailed it there. I think every team sort of prides themselves on that pressure. Uh, and, and in finals, yes, you don't want to have that contested ball element drifting too far in, into the red. Uh, I suppose if you break it down into that sort of contested ball or the clearance numbers, I think we got rolled in a D50 or a defensive 50. Yep. And if you're given that many stoppages up against quality teams, and if we do that again, yeah, it will be sort of flip of the coin if we, we expect to get out uh, uh, being able to sing the song. But you're right. Uh, and, and Geelong, similar to Melbourne, they're they're a strong contested ball unit, um, and the first sort of five ten minutes in the past when we played them, they've certainly made that a focus. And yeah, we've certainly got to be ready for that come the first bounce. Yeah, I must admit when Danaher pulled out with his wife expecting a baby, I thought that that's too big a task for Brisbane and McInerney. You obviously missed him with a concussion. They're both available, Ben. What do you do? They're both about six foot ten. Um, can they both get a game? <laughs> Yeah, I play them all. Fags yeah. is obviously on yeah. the uh, the interim of uh, he plays the smallest, but yeah, you're asking a ruck coach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, look, yeah, and that's a, a great uh, you know position we're in. Uh, Oscar's had a great year, obviously. Um, Joe was able to go to the birth of his child, and he, he was able to get there, so it was certainly uh, a great outcome for him. Uh, to Darcy Ford and uh, Tom Fullard, they came in and played their role, um, and I suppose that's the 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 test of uh, of good sides, and if you're lucky enough to go all the way, you need that depth throughout your list. And, and these guys are able to come in, and perform, and yeah, sort of put pressure on us as coaching staff to uh, pick the 22 or, or 23, including the medical. Yeah, Melbourne have been your bogey side in recent times, but Geelong, you've had some um, 
great tussles, including a couple at the Cattery, haven't you? So that, that one side, you appear to match up okay. Yeah, it is. I, I think you've been polite in saying Melbourne have been our buggy side. We're probably uh, we were their bunnies most of the year and we're able to turn around. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, but, ben, I, someone's writing these lines for you. There, This is excellent yeah, stuff, I this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. My wife's just put a couple down on it and I'm just reading them off. <laughs> There's um, another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where was my train of thought? Yeah, Geelong. No, we've had some, uh, I suppose we've had some really tight contests. And if you go back and Back to their home ground, we've had a couple where we've just been rolled on the line and I think we've had a couple of good wins up at the Gabba. So, yeah, there's certainly a little bit like Richmond. There's certainly a really healthy role we've been able to sort of uh, produce over the last three or four years. And, and, and as a quad like, mate, they're the benchmark of the comp. They're second half of the year. They've well, they won 14 in a row. So, yeah, we'll have to, as you said, we can't allow that contested ball numbers to to drift against a, a quality side because that just means they're getting into the, the really potent forward line. Ben, five or six years ago, I, I, I loved a player playing at Fremantle and he ended up going to Brisbane. I couldn't believe it. He was the best and fairest winner in Fremantle. I thought he was the most cleanest player I've seen below his knees for years. I'm talking some greats here. Lockie Neal is a star below his knees. He, his one take and ability to give a handball or get rid of it or get out of trouble. He's powerful, too, isn't he? He's, he's nearly as good as I've seen below his knees. He's a freak. Yeah, you, you probably summed it up quite well there, I think, because it, I, I sort of obviously when you review the game and I saw it live, the, the one he took late in the last quarter where he's sort of basically vertical, horizontal on the, to the ground and uh, takes it and gives it one handball to bury it. He, he defies uh, probably physics in a way, ability to get low, but he's got the world biggest calves or biggest calves and he's got a low centre of gravity. But yeah, it's it's not a, a sort of, uh, it's not a freak thing. It's something he, he spends countless hours both sort of on and off the field just working on different ways yeah. to improve. Yeah. Ben Hudson. In, in hard... Yep, sorry, boss. Sorry, Ben Hudson from Weeks Homes discovered different. Just to go on with uh, Bloody and Lockie Neal, Malcolm's declared him I reckon after about round 10 to win his second brown low. If you, and I did the last three years as well, and he you, did win one. If you had to pick the year he won the brown low and this year, could you? which year was the better, do you think? You've seen him all the time. Oh, I, I think he's improved along with like, the likes of all the sort of guys that have been around. But his sort of desire, and as I said before, trying to work on ways to improve is has been huge so he's certainly taken another step forward is that better or worse than uh, a couple of years ago when he won it he's probably played better does that mean that the umpire will vote for him we'll find out I think it's Sunday evening but, well, that, uh, you're asking if like, yeah. that didn't know too much about brown life I thought didn't get too many <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, he's yeah. awesome no, Malcom, Malcom, got a couple. Th- thank your wife yeah, for, probably, yeah. Yeah, thank your wife for that good. line too that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah, too yeah, man yeah. Um, <laughs> Talk about clean below their knees and a guy that doesn't fumble much. Hugh McCluggage is he, I don't think there's many more consistent players in the AFL than Hugh, and he's probably another one that's taking his game to uh, to another level. Uh, he has. Uh, he's certainly sort of a quiet achiever, uh, quiet, warnable boy, uh, and he's just a similar, obviously, really good mates. We went, grew up and went to school with Jared Berry and. Uh, yeah, those two have been, I suppose, been along our journey from the time sort of Fags walked in the door. And, yeah, he's improved. I think he's sort of been in the All-Australian squad for about three or four years in a row now. So his consistency uh, and his ability now to probably play as an inside mid, whereas prior, 
four or five years ago. He was probably 75 kilos, ringing wet, uh, but he's worked on yeah. it. He's, uh, he's certainly improved that area of the ground. And when he gets time and space, he's able to finish with the displayed Friday night. Now, talking about another tool, Eric Hibbard, you know, coming back after the injury from last year, he's gradually building it. Good. I thought he was fantastic <laughs> last week. So him back in the team and also getting Oscar back in and Danaher, I, I, it is very potent. If they, if they fire, you're an absolute big chance. Yeah, oh, I mean, and that's the, the, the challenge for all, all key forwards. And, yeah, Hippie sort of got got a bit of uh, reward on the weekend and was able to kick straight and kick goals. But, yeah, those guys that are, yeah, 6'6 six, six and about 200, yes, 200 centimetres and less than 100 kilos and move so well, yeah, they look dangerous. Um, the challenge is, I think Geelong have got a few good key defenders that are going to try and spoil that. But, yeah. Uh, Eric was pretty good with that, and, and I suppose we've got three in in Damage Stage, Joe and, and Hippie. So you're always hoping that yeah, one might get wish. He's already be good over 100 meter sprint too, Hipwood for his size, unbelievable. Uh, Charlie Cameron looked to really jag that ankle, and he said after the game he's a bit worried about it, but uh, he got through. Is he has he been okay this week? Yeah, he has. Uh, he's a very resilient young man. He's probably spent a few more hours in the. In the, on the physio treatment room, but uh, he's, as you guys would know from his days in Adelaide, he's up and about and very uh, sprightly, and he has been all week, uh, sort of reminding us of a couple of the goals he kicked. So he's in a pretty good headspace, young Charlie. You should be fine. Well, if you get through, you know, it's Sports Day, so if you don't, just forget about it. But uh, we might catch up with you next week, hopefully, on the yeah. eve of a grand final, Ben. Well, yeah, there's a bit of water under the bridge, but as I said a couple of weeks ago, I hope to speak to you next week. Yeah, if, and if and if you do, and if you don't, just go to the stage, mate, and start becoming a comedian. <laughs> You've got some wonderful future yeah, in that yeah, regard. No, yeah, yeah, don't worry, mate. Just got to get a stand in front of a crowd. That's a big issue. No, just tell your wife she's got some good material. That's what I'll be saying. Thanks, Ben. All right, boys, have a good one, eh? See, we've got two now. Toddy Gray and Ben Hudson, <laughs> both stand-up. Adelaide Auto 4x4, get 15% off your first purchase. And Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, thanking Australia for just that 21 years in a row. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA for weeks. Discover exceptional customer service. Weeks homes discover different. But this is a segment we've always liked, and we've got our man back, Chris Nelson, Queensland Racing. Uh, Thanks to Queensland Racing, Spring Racing has arrived. Chris, welcome. Thanks, David. Thanks, Blighty. And, yeah, it's good to be back with you, I think, for the next two two Wednesdays. So uh, tonight and next week, and then you're rid of me again until probably Magic Millions time. Oh, (laughs) what a time. We've missed him, haven't we, Blighty? No, but you know one of the great things about this weekend, the races that Chris is going to talk about are on the Gold Coast, mate. Gold Coast. And I, I... I only live not far from there. You could actually walk to the track. And Malcolm, walk you've home. lived everywhere, so yeah, don't, know, but... don't give me these tracks. You've been everywhere: <laughs> Flemington, <laughs> Mooney Valley. Uh... Oh, hi, Chris. Uh, welcome. You, you're going down to the coast on uh, on, on the weekend? No, I'll be I'll be busy doing uh, SEN crosses all, all afternoon, so it'll keep me very busy. But I'm just interested there with all those places that David said that you live, Blighty. I hope you still own them all. Maybe you didn't have to sell them. It'd be nice if you own them. No, they're not pets, mate. You don't keep them forever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, Chris, uh, there is a uh, there is a special meeting, um, and in yeah. fact, there's special racing in Queensland on the weekend, and starting yeah. off with the Pink Ribbon Cup at uh, at the Gold Coast Racing Club. 
Yeah, well, this race is, or this meeting has been a staple for a number of years now. This is its 15th year, wow. uh, the Pink Ribbon Cup at the Gold Coast. Started off small, now it's just a, a massive fundraiser day, obviously, for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Everyone gets there in pink. You'll see, the, you'll see plenty of uh, photos on, on tally and whatever when you're out there on Saturday. But, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the president, the CEO, everybody wears a pink suit. Uh, but this year it's a little bit different as well because we haven't just got the Pink Ribbon meeting on the Gold Coast. We've got Pink Ribbon Cup or Pink Ribbon Week. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow night, we'll be racing at uh, Albion Park Greyhounds. That's a Pink Ribbon night. And uh, after the races at the Gold Coast on Saturday, there's a Pink Ribbon uh, meeting as well at uh, Albion Park at the Harness Racing. So it's a tricode. Yeah, a real tricode. And uh, look, the money raised, uh, what, $135,000 the Gold Coast Turf Club raised last year. And they've raised more than 900,000 since the inception of this. So... Great money going to a great cause. Chris, I, uh, I did t- have the chance to talk to you beforehand, but I- I'm actually going to be at Morphville on Saturday, and it's a great. very, very similar event there with the with uh, the cancer, with yeah. the Yellow Ribbon Day. So I-, I can actually sit and watch the Gold Coast meeting at the Morphville, sitting in the, let's just say, the very special lounge. and uh, and have it <laughs> For special now, people? Yeah, for very special people. So now I'm looking for, I want to be a know-all at this lunch where we're <laughs> going to be great. So you've got to give me a winner for the Pink Ribbon Cup so I can just brag a bit. Well, I think there's only two chances. Does that help? Probably not. But yeah, well, no, that's yeah, okay. Does. Yeah, it's narrowed it yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Every second person, I'll tell them someone, something different. That's okay. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. If you talk to 10 or, 10 or 11 people, you'll get the winner out of yeah. one of them. Um, Mimi Lagarde's the class act in the race, number one. Uh, she's back from a break, but she's got a lot of weight and she'll give them a fair start. That, that's her pattern. She gets back. The one that really interests me is number eight in this race called Queen of Dubai, oh, trained yeah. by David Van Dyke, uh, was formerly trained by uh, a Waterhouse Bot. So it's got plenty of ability, seven starts for two wins. The defeats have been in stronger races and there have been valid excuses. I like the trials. So I'm going to suggest keep an eye on the market, Lottie. You're on track. You'll see yeah. what's going on. Yeah, I will. But if there's... If this one, number eight, doesn't blow out the gate, I think it's worth having something on number eight in race seven, the Pink Ribbon Cup. Our guest oh. is Chris Nelson. Chris, I always lo- love to follow good jockeys, and I've done very well when, yep. I, when I follow Tommy Berry in New South Wales, but you got Maloney, Byrne, Young Colette. Uh, Rob, Rob, Robbie Fred was riding, Brad, Fred yeah, was riding one I of those. I just wonder, yeah, yeah who, do you, who do you think's uh, the premier jockey in Queensland at the moment? Jimmy Orman. Jimmy Orman's Jimmy Orman. riding. So well, yeah, he won the premiership last year. I mean, it all depends on the horses you get on, of course. I mean, Jimmy Orman's been riding a lot for Chris Waller. He's picked up rides for Tony Gollan. Ryan Maloney's ridden a lot for, uh, for, for Tony Gollan. Not as much for, uh, for Chris Waller, but there's not a lot between those guys, the, the Maloney's, the Burns, um, the Jimmy Ormans, etc. It's just a matter of which rides they can pick up. But I would say at the moment, Jimmy Orman, he rode four winners, I think, on Sunday at the Sunshine Coast. I think he wrote a double at least on Saturday at Doom. And so he's a guy that's really flying. The only thing he hasn't got is a group one, but I'm sure it's not far away. And is it young Sam Collette that's doing well? Yeah, Sam Sammy Collett from uh, Collett. New Zealand. Yeah, she's flying. She's uh, she's uh, she's a great jockey. And if you ever get a chance to have her on your show, think about it because she's got a great personality and she's a oh, great wow. person to talk to. So, uh, yeah, really, really Sam. fun interview with Sam. Sam, yeah. Sam Fantasia, our producer, yeah. is just writing something get down a number. right now. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Thanks, Chris. No, well, Thanks, you, guys. Have a great weekend. Go just, on. yeah, I was going to say, you've given Blighty a winner, but what about the rest of the... No, that's okay. We're oh. okay. I've got them. You got them all? Yeah, I've got them. Oh, jeez. Well, talk one, about it. Honey, go, you want? Yeah, that's yeah, all I want. I want another one if we got one, Chris. <laughs> no. 
All right. Best. David, we'll go with race six. Number six, safe work. As okay. long as it doesn't rain and they're only tipping maybe a mill here and there, I think safe work, race six, number six. Well, you know, race six, number six, Malcolm Blight's number at North Melbourne was 666, so he'll be onto that as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope I get it right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. All the best. Chris Nelson, yeah, always a good good chat. Now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler, a Beaumont Tiles wants to help you out. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. The show just races away. Yeah, Norwood North at the start, which is going to be great, the grand final. And, and the number 34, I've got to say it again, David Wildey, number 34 call of the Sandfall grand final. Thank well you for that. Again. But And David Warner, the, his popularity has been able to turn around. Yeah. Two years ago, everyone hated him. Yeah. Now, and I think to his credit, he has pulled his head in the bit. He's making runs. Yep. And maybe a future captain. I'm not sure Aaron Finch should be even captain of the T20, given how poorly he's playing. Yeah, that, that, there's some water to go underneath the bridge with that, isn't there? There is. Uh, great to see you again, and we'll do it all again tomorrow. And our show tomorrow, on the eve of the prelim final, the first prelim final, we spoke with Ben Hudson tonight and can't wait. And we'll do it all again, Malcolm, 6 to 7 tomorrow night. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.